And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. On today's episode of Brody and the Beard, Kelly and I are going to talk about the James Harden rumors and all of that. We're going to talk about the Robert Covington trade and the draft. If the offense is triangular, it's something like a prism. Put you on that lockdown defense like a prison. Hakeem was the dream. The MVPs must be his children. They won 22 games in a row. That's a rhythm. Triple-double rust, man. I need you to acknowledge he don't do this for the optics, man. He do this for the rocket. Welcome to a new episode of Brody and the Beard on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mo DeKeel. With me, as always, is our man on the ground, Super, super, insanely busy these past few weeks. Kelly Eco. Kelly, how you doing? What's going on, brother? I'm doing good. Listen, we're still Brody in the beard right now. We've, we've made it another week. Alle- allegedly. You know, we're, 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 but the show name still holds up right now. It still holds up. Now, I'm pushing very hard for the name, the podcast formerly known as Brody in the Beard, if they both end up getting traded. <laughs> I've also heard the... Um... Shut up and listen. That's that's also a yeah. We've gotten some 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 <laughs> Tillman Fertitta type quotes and things like that. I don't know if we're gonna go that route, folks. <laughs> but continue throwing your suggestions out there. It's definitely at the very least, it's good for a laugh here and there. But Kelly, we just gotta kind of dive into it. Earlier in the week, you know, last week we talked about Russ demanding the trade, but it, it, it kind of at the time felt like James was gonna stick around but not long after the the podcast it's come out that he wants out of Houston and he it was Brooklyn and Philly at the time and it sounds like really he's he's trying to push his way to Brooklyn more than anything else Kelly it's been a long week I know you've been hitting your sources up and things like that and we didn't want to pod right away because we kind of wanted to see how this thing shakes out what after a few days of everything and all the the drama and everything that's been going on, what are your initial thoughts? What's what's going on? Um, I think initially you're seeing the Rockets, you know, kind of refusing to engage with a lot of teams. Not refusing, but it's like they are not really trying to entertain some of the calls. Obviously, teams will think that because, you know, there's you know, a, a tumultuous situation going on that maybe the, the, the selling price will be a bit lower. But the Rockets have maintained that, you know, James Harden is not going to leave for just pennies on the dollar. They're not going to do that. Um, I think the best way, well, the good thing about this situation for them, for Houston, is is the, the fact that the season is so close, you know, with it coming around and about a month or less than a month. Uh, because of that fast turnaround time, you know, the Rockets can perhaps start the season with them both and say, look, I know things are not the best right now, but you're going to have to suck it up or or they can try and fix it or something. There, there, there's, a, there's a path, I think, personally, 
I think there's an avenue to fix things, but there needs to be serious intent from the front office. There needs to be, you know, more conversations with both parties on, you know, signings, trades, all that stuff. There needs to be more of that. I think there needs to be reassurance from, you know, Harden side or Houston side rather that, that it's going to be an all inclusive thing because he turned down a $50 million a year extension. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Well, oh, I, I want to, I'm going to push back on that just a tiny bit. Not that it's a lot of money. Obviously, that's a lot of money. <laughs> um, you know, the, the first part of it is I kind of stand with the Rockets and like, you're not, yeah, sure. you're not trading Harden for nothing. We just saw what Drew Holiday went for in New Orleans, right? right. And if Drew Holiday goes for three draft picks and two swaps, you you know for Harden you're getting like fifteen like I it, it's 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 not like you know it's it's, it's that <laughs> There's kind no of, disrespect to Drew Holiday but yeah it's just that level you know and I and I right. think you know it's not the Bucks podcast but I think the Bucks may have overpaid I, I still like the deal of all that stuff but that's a pod for another day I still think you know it set the price and it kind of hurt the chances for Brooklyn and I and I'm with the Rockets here in the sense of like. They still have him under contract for two years. Right. If they're going to trade him, it has to make sense. You can't you can't just trade him because he wants to leave. He and wants it, to go. Right. And you it, can't do that. It, and look, I like Harris Levert. Spencer Dinwiddie's interesting. I like Jared Allen. But like those don't that's not enough for me. And even draft picks after that is not enough for me to say, right. okay, we should trade James Harden. And and basically you're saying it's time to restart rebuild and all do everything all over again. And I'm not trying to poo-poo Harden's plans here of trying to get out, but I think it makes it very difficult when you say I'm only want to play for one or two teams. Now, if Philly throws Simmons in 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 the trade conversation, that's a different story, right? Like that's kind right. of that's kind of the package you're like, "Okay, now we're listening." But I think that's that's just a tough thing. I just don't know if there's a deal out there for the Rockets to get what they want for Harden right now. No, and I think that's kind of the reason why you're seeing it not be the kind of fast, accelerated thing we see, we've seen with Anthony Davis, we've seen with Kawhi Leonard, because yeah, the Rockets don't have to trade Harden just because he wants out. Like right now, they they have him under contract for a while. Um, they they did they damn sure don't have to trade him to the team just because he wants to go there. Like, that's... No, they don't have to do that. It's a business. Um, Obviously, Harden wants to, you know, reunite with Kevin Durant, go to the Eastern Conference, try to win a championship there. But he signed a contract in Houston. So, you know, if there are things behind the scenes that he he's not happy about, you know, there could be those conversations to be had there for sure. Um... I just think that it's a situation that everyone needs to just be honest with each other and everyone needs to, you know, put it all on the table and try and, and find some solution. If that's trading him, if that's, you know, playing the season or the next season, but there needs to be like some kind of huge powwow. Yeah. I mean, they, I, I think they have to kind of come into training camp and start figuring it out and putting the plan right. together and, right. You know, to the point of the he, you know, he, him turning down the hundred million dollar two year extension, you know, which basically would pay him fifty million for the, you know, the, the the two years after that. 
he's already made a crap ton of money. Like when we talk about generational wealth, he's already there. And I think he's on top of that. I think it's, you know, he's making 47 million his last year. It's basically three more million the next year. You know, it's not, I don't know how much of that would move him. And if he wants to leave more power to him, I just think it's one of those things where, look, you got to come together and you got to work together. I think these guys, they make a mistake when they try to force their way to one place specifically, they make it very hard on their team to make a trade that makes sense. Cause now the nets are looking around going like, well, he wants to come to us. And, and in the Anthony Davis situation, you know, they, they traded him a year, you know, he had a year left on his deal and the Lakers were just basically saying, look, it's, you know, you can deal with us now or we'll just sign him in free agency outright. That's not the same scenario here <laughs> for the, the nets. It's the next, it's this season and next season. And then, you know, we'll see how it goes. So right. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think there's a path to bring this back together. I think you can, Start yeah. to work on it. And, and and the urgency isn't on the Rockets side. Right. Right? Like, I don't think they have to be in any instance of we absolutely have to get a deal done right now. You know? And, you know, we still have the, the Westbrook stuff. And I think, you know, for me, I really kind of just want to see what these guys do with Coach Silas. I'd like to see them give him a chance to see him kind of create an poor guy. Assistant. <laughs> poor guy walked in. I'm telling you, man, it's 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 like the meme with Donald Glover walking in with the pizza and the whole place is on fire. It's like, oh man, uh, just a tough situation for him. But I'll be fascinated to see how this goes. But the Rockets did make a move recently, and it it kind of caught me off guard because for a second I thought like, oh wow, this might be the beginning of we're gonna start uh, a fire sale. And the right. move I'm talking about is they trade Robert Covington to the uh, excuse me to the Portland Trailblazers for the 2020 first round pick, which was the 16th pick this year, and right. a protected 2021 first round pick. So you know Covington's gone. They got him for half a season. I think they gave up a lot to get him in terms of you know whatever draft picks they had left. Clint Capella and everything there i think it became a a uh it was an interesting trade because i said okay they're getting the draft picks back what were your thoughts when you saw covington get traded uh surprising um uh, but at the same time it also depends on what new coach steven Silas wants to do i think covington is somebody whose skills are kind of highlighted depending on the scheme you're playing now if you're playing small and you need his rim protection and there's you no know, weak side help and being able to to be a sneaky good defender against big men, then yeah, if it's a switch everything on the perimeter, maybe not so much. So I did understand it from the sense of, you know, if Steven Silas wants to bring in something else, um, he, di- he didn't make that trade to get Covington in. But at the same time, it doesn't make sense to me because – Unless you're sure that you're going to bring in a player um, who's, you know, at Covington's level or better, or maybe it, it just kind of strikes me as odd. You know, obviously the Rockets need a big man. So if if they find someone with the mid-level um, that they can get and they have interest in, you know, some of the top guys, Serge, Christian Wood, you know, right. Nerlens. Um, well, well Christian, that, take Christian Wood off the list. He's not. Well, getting, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm he, just saying. He, he, guys, he's getting more than the mid level. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. How much is 
He's gonna get. He's gonna get more. Well, than I mean, middle, I that, that really depends on. So, do you see him staying in Detroit? I think so. Okay. Well, I think I think they're gonna they're they're gonna give him and and the hairline chance that he doesn't. Um, he's still you know on their list. They tried to get him at the deadline. Detroit said no. I mean, I have a lot of people on the list for Mo's future girlfriends, but not 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 <laughs> not, not a lot of them are are, are realistic. <laughs> but, but apart from him, you know, Serge, uh, Nerlens, right. those guys. No. And, but those guys also like not Serge, but like Nerlens probably doesn't move the needle that much. Yeah, it'll move the needle, but it's I've, like I, I do want to th- push. I think they wanted like a stopgap. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I do want to fight you a little bit on this because it was in... First off, by the way, we should talk about it. A great article that you and our colleague and legend, NBA legend in the the media business, David Aldridge, wrote together uh, about basically what's going on with the Rockets and how they kind of ended up in this situation. Great article you guys wrote, but you guys both talked about how Covington's kind of a small ball piece. I disagree with that. Covington fits anywhere. You know, you can play. Well, him well I'm, I'm saying, play. no, no, I get what you're saying, and that the the Silas is looking to, you know, might be, and, and you might, and you could be very right on this that si, uh, Coach Silas is like he's not going to fit my scheme or whatnot. But I think Covington's a value whether you're playing him at the three or the four. I think it's you know you can play small with him, you can play, you know, you can move him at the three. It's just a matter of I think he just raises you your defensive uh, floor. A bunch, yeah, you know, for sure. Regardless, regardless of your scheme, I think that was the thing, and, and that's and, what caught me off guard with that trade. And I think, I think there's also a world that exists where they didn't even, you know, consider Steven Silas. Maybe they just, maybe that was his own. Like you never know, you right? Know, it that, could have just could, been, yeah. Rafael Stone pure... move, just going. Let's go. Yeah. So, um, I do think that now with with Ariza traded to Detroit. They can now use the full mid-level. Um, it'll get pretty interesting tomorrow. I think yeah, free agency that, opens up f- Friday at 6 Eastern. Yep. So. And and we should talk about it real quick because I did forget to mention Trevor Ariza was involved in that trade that came to Houston. And now Houston, I thought they were going to use the pick, Kelly, to, to, to get oh a big man. Oh, my God. <laughs> they... They ended up moving the pick and Trevor Ariza to Detroit for uh what who who did they what did they get back? It's a future pick. A, a future, future pick. So they're pick. they're loading up on the one thing they are doing that I kind of like is they are loading up on draft picks. They got a future first round pick and a twenty twenty one second round pick that uh is 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 
from Boston coming from LA. So like they're they're uh, the Lakers, by the way. So like I think they're, they're they're trying to load up the the draft covered and the the asset covered a bit. And it was a smart move in moving Ariza because like you said, it's yeah. going to allow them to use the full mid level exception. I think it's at what nine point seven. Yeah, but they also bought the like I didn't understand that. I was talking to uh, an agent earlier today, and he said it never seen something like that where a team would use the entirety of the remaining allocation mm-hmm. on a second round pick, like the, a late second round right. pick. Right. Um, so I was I was curious to see how often that actually happens. Yeah, that, that I will. Uh, that was a bit weird, but they are they are trying to do make a couple of moves. And right. so, you know, for me, I was surprised they didn't use the pick on draft night. It ended up being Isaiah Stewart, who is going to Detroit. Overall, Kelly, your your feel with free agency, you know, they, you talked about it. They need a big man. You know, I'm, let's just assume Wood's off the table. I think Serge Ibaka is going to have his choice of a lot of places. Right. Where are you... Where do you think they should go? Who who do you think they should bring in? I, th- I think they, I think they should go Surge. Unless the only the only reason I wouldn't do Surge is if you could somehow split that mid level and bring in another wing and maybe a lesser uh, big. Like if you could bring in, if you could somehow swindle and get maybe a Jay Crowder and Nerlens, mm-hmm. would you take that over just Surge? Like. I think I don't think Serge is going to be on the table for Houston because of the money. No, I think he's going to have opportunities to go. You know, I think you could look at opportunities. Oh, you're saying that? Oh, he won't choose Houston himself. Oh, himself, okay. not the money, not the money. He, uh, there, there yeah. is interest though. Like I, I, I did circle. I wrote this earlier, but I have talked with his camp prior to um, the bubble, but. There's interest in a lot. Of, I mean, for him, for in a yeah. lot of places, I think Brooklyn's yeah. really interested in him. I think, for um, sure. you know, I think Boston would have some interest in him there and they need a, another big, I think the Lakers might be kicking the tires there a little bit and, and would have some interest, you, you know, cause I think they're not going to have Dwight Howard come back. I think there's going to be a lot of places like his name is going to pop up in a lot. So he's right. going to have a lot of choices. I, th- but, I think the Rockets problem right now, as it comes to, being in an attractive spot is just everything going on. I think yeah, that, yeah, that's the other aspect. You don't know, <laughs> you don't know who your team's gonna be. You could, right. you could, if you're Serge and you come to sign to play with Harden, you know, does this mean Harden's taking back his trade, his his, his trade demand? You know, and same thing with Westbrook, and and I think that just becomes the challenge, and, and, and so it's it's it it isn't the free agent destination you hope because of everything that just went on this past week, right. And and let me ask you this: Have you heard anything on the Westbrook front? I, you know, Charlotte drafting Lamelo Ball third overall. I think that takes a potential suitor away, and a potential yeah. opportunity. You know, a, a a potential home for Westbrook doesn't seem like a lot of teams are are. That, I think that's the bit. biggest thing you're seeing about the market for Russ. It's not as robust. Um, I had heard something earlier today, but I wasn't. I'm not sure, but. Oh, you're just going to um, tease us like that? I mean, it's fine no, if you no, can't tell us. But no, no, no. I, 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 um, but it was about it was about you know the Westbrook stuff and you know remember when Shams had tweeted about the Wizards? Mm-hmm. Uh, I had heard that Houston would also want uh, Thomas Bryant 
if if that was going to be the case along with Wall and you know Pick. So right. But um, as you as he tweeted, you know the the two sides were haggling over you know those exact picks. So there's not a lot of traction there. Um, but you know, well, how would you how would you feel? Let's let's just assume. But I've also heard I've also heard that John Wall hasn't looked that great, like post Achilles. Like it's funny because I kind of heard he looks he looks really fast again. But that's so I have I have a like, little different. You're hearing different, yeah. There's all kinds of things floating around. So, but you know, the, my my favorite thing, and this is the most important thing, and and this goes to anybody who's watching the Instagram videos or whatever. Listen, these workout videos are one thing. Whatever we see, it one way or the other, I don't think holds water coming into the season right like we'll see what right. they look like once they're in season you know it's different in pickup games or 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 whatnot so let's just say wall is 80 percent john wall how would you feel about him being a rocket and how he would pair with with harden mm, interesting um He's not really a good shooter himself. No, so. he's not. He's not. But they just got. They just. They're. This is to me. This is one of those trades where it's. It both teams are just trading. And he might have a worse attitude than Russ. <laughs> so it's like, uh, um, I don't know. I, I think it's a lateral. It's like, it's just trading each other's problems. Yeah. That's really what it feels like to me, and that's that's kind of uh, my my feel for it a lot. When 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 I think about it, I don't like it for either team. You know, I think at least if even if you keep Russ and you have Harden, at least there's the the comfort with each other. You right. know, I think that's a Twitter trade. I think that's just a you know you get Twitter going and big uh, names, but yeah, as far well, as it's going to be interesting. Reasons, it'll make them much better. I don't think so. It's going to be interesting, Kelly. I know you got to go. We got a lot popping off. Who knows? Um, we. We might actually at some point have to do an emergency pod of some sort if uh, <laughs> if something does pop off uh, and gets really crazy. But what are you working on right now? What are you preparing for the people? I am working on my first annual Rockets Big Board. It's dropping tomorrow. It's going to have a lot of stuff in there. Oh, almost that shit. Oh, man. We, <laughs> we get this on here. Oh. I've definitely yeah, done it before. Lot, it's got a lot of shit on there. So um, stay tuned for that on the Athletic NBA. Um, the Houston Rockets big board, 25 free agents ranked um, in terms of you know need, fit, all that good stuff. Input from scouts, input from your favorite beat writers, everything. So um, look out for that. Perfect. And folks, if you're not a subscriber to The Athletic, you got to jump in now. You're missing out on a great opportunity. You can sign up for a dollar a month at theathletic.com slash Brody and the Beard. And dollar, I'm sorry, a dollar a week. Excuse me. I'm going to do that again, Andrew. Sorry. And folks, if you're not already a subscriber to The Athletic, you got to jump in now. You're not going to get a better deal. It is a dollar a week. This is like, it's not even the price of coffee you pay. You know, this is this is something you're you, you got to jump in, and you can sign up at theathletic.com/slash Brody and the Beard, a dollar a week, four dollars a month, basically. I mean, some of you guys, I've seen your orders at Starbucks. You're spending way more at Starbucks for one cup when you can get all of Kelly's delightful articles and goodness for a dollar a week. Don't miss out on that opportunity. 
Kelly, anything else you want to, you feel like we need to hit before don't, we bounce? Don't aggregate us. So that's, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> and don't, we're just spitballing here, folks. So if you aggregate us, you're just going to be the ones that look stupid. Uh, <laughs> so for uh, Kelly Eco, for producer Andrew Schleck, for me, Mo DeKeel, we out. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.